Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Right now, as uh, we started yesterday, uh, we will be introducing you to the finalists in the Lions Lair competition again this year. And uh, the, the gala, of course, is coming up in, in just a couple of weeks, uh, culminating, of course, with the, the winners. And then the next day, which has become a tradition, uh, we will be broadcasting live from the Innovation Factory, which is right across the road from us here at uh, the old, uh, well, you know where that is, McMaster Innovation Park. And uh, we'll be talking with the winners and some of the finalists and judges about that. It's always a great show and a very in, uh, informative show, too. But back to uh, today. Uh, yesterday we introduced you to one of the finalists, and today uh, you're going to meet uh, Dennis Burkoff, who is the founder and CEO of Unplug, uh, who joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show in studio. First of all, thanks for coming in. It's great to meet you. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. I, I wanted to be here. Well, I, I want to talk about Unplug. I, I, this is one of these crazy ideas that I, where people will look at something, and I know this to be true. I'm, I'm not scientific to any great extent, but as a homeowner. Uh, I'm concerned about utility bills and things of this nature. And and I think some people might be shocked to find out that even when they turn off the TV, uh, it's still cost, It's still taking a, a, a energy. It's still taking up hydro, isn't it? Yeah, it definitely is. Um, the, the way the idea ca- came up to us is we're, we're looking at our TV and we're like, why is that red light always on? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we figured out like that it's still consuming electrical power. And uh, if you were to look at all the appliances in your house put together, even when they're turned off, they're still t- consuming quite a bit of your electrical power. As, lo- as long as they're plugged in. As long as they're plugged in. It's yeah. costing you money. Now, you did some estimates, and this, this is what blows me away, about how much this is costing me as a consumer, as a homeowner. You think, oh, that's only a couple of pennies. What's the big deal? No, it's not, is it? Yeah, so different studies show that uh, the, the standby power can account for as much as 23% of your electricity consumption, which in dollar terms means that up to $300 are wasted every year on this. And we don't, we're do not we not using it, no. but what we're paying for it. Exactly. It's, it's, it's essentially, as, as I started looking at these, these numbers, this is essentially like leaving your kitchen sink on and, and just letting the water run away. You pay for that, but you're not using it. I mean, this, it's crazy how much of this stuff is, is actually being used and how much we pay for it. So uh, I sit there as a homeowner and say, well, that just stinks. Uh, but I guess that not much I can do about it unless I unplug everything. But if I unplug everything, then I have to reprogram it when I plug it in again. I mean, we're, let's face it, even your TV is a computer now. Uh, but you said, no, there's a better way. Yeah, so... Talk to me about this. Yeah, the better way is we figure out when you're home and we figure out when you're sleeping and just shut it off for you. I, I mean, as, as you said, right now, there is a way to deal with this problem. You physically unplug all the devices from, from the electrical outlet. and But you have to remember that every single day, and most people don't have the time to deal with that. And every plug. I mean, we're talking about everything that we plug in. I, I mean, we mentioned the example of TVs. Uh, that could be the kettle. That could be the, the lamps in the living room. It could be, well, go around the house, see how many things you've got plugged in. Uh, so you decided, I'm not going to do this anymore, and I'm not going to run around the house every day and unplug everything. Because like you say, you're always going to forget about it. So you've developed Unplug. What's, how does this work? Yeah, so it's 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 a very it's a very small device that uh, you need to plug into every single outlet where you have uh, electrical appliances plugged in. So instead of plugging your appliance directly, it goes through our device. Okay. Th- then we we figure out when you're home, when you leave the house, and we turn off electrical supply at right right at the source there. So if I go to work at uh, six o'clock every morning and I know I'm back by two o'clock or three o'clock in the afternoon, you program that in. Uh, and I know that that everything is going to be shut off when, once I walk out the door and go to work, and I know that it's hopefully going to be back on uh, when I get home in the day. And how do you how do you do this? So the actual beauty of it is that we don't program it in. We sense when you're in the house. We sense when you're there, and we sense when you're not. And 
we learn about your life and uh, adjust our behavior to your to your to your behavior, basically. How do you come up with an idea like this? <laughs> uh, like a bunch of nerdy boys <laughs> having having beers in a bar. That's that's what we talk about. <laughs> uh, you went to U of T, uh, and and you've been wor- over here for a long time now, working in, in, and going to school over here. Uh, but it's I'm always blown away by the creativity of somebody like uh, yourself that that looks at a problem like this and says I got to find a solution uh, and and working on it. I mean, th- where do you start in a situation like this? Um, being an un- being a young entrepreneur, I th- I think these days there is so many resources to help you out. Uh, all the universities kind of uh, help you from from day one. Here is step by step playbook on how to how to do things, how to execute. Here's how you register a business. And of course, uh, in Hamilton, we have a great organization like Innovation Factory yeah. that helps entrepreneurs. They're I don't know. I, I'm honestly blown away by their operation. They're amazing. And and others are starting to copy this, too. I mean, we've known of this, obviously, since I watched them build uh, the, the, the whole thing over there uh, with the Innovation Park. And then, of course, when the Innovation Factory moved in, and, and Dave Carter's been on the program many times, of course, uh, this, the resources that they offer there are just phenomenal. Because no matter how intelligent, uh, how brilliant you are in your, your chosen field, as, as you are in yours, uh, you, you don't know everything, especially especially when you get move into the entrepreneurial age. Uh, you know, there's a, a hundred different things that you need to look after that you may not have any information or expertise on. And, and these guys simply say, hey, we can do that for you. We'll put you in touch with a guy. Yeah, of course. Uh, like, f- just just to give you an example, I'm I'm an engineer by um, by training. Um, I have some business background, but uh, Innovation Factory helped me figure out some marketing items, some how to do accounting, how to keep my books. You know, all the things that you need to do in order to run a business. They that appear to be kind of simple, but they really aren't. <laughs> well, they're the building blocks, aren't they? Yeah. And yeah. if if you ignore those or don't do those in the first place, uh, many a great idea will just fall off the table because you, you know you didn't follow through on on the little things or the big things. I mean, there's an awful lot. It's it's a pretty a pretty onerous adventure, isn't it? To say, okay, I'm going to start this business. I'm going to go this way. Yeah, it it definitely is. And one thing that I really appreciate about uh, some of the guidance that I receive from Innovation Factory is. As an entrepreneur, I have a thousand things I can do every single day, but figuring out which ones are the most important and which ones can deliver the most impact, it's not a real science. You really need to talk to somebody who has experience doing these things, who has uh, built successful companies from back in the day, and they offer that mentorship and those connections, which is really, really valuable. What is it in your DNA, though, Dennis, that made you do this? I mean, there's always good jobs, good engineers, uh, <laughs> and you went to one of the best schools in the in the world, not just in the country, uh, and to get that degree. I mean, you could have just said, okay, I'm going to apply over here and, and probably live happily ever after, but uh, you decided, no, I'm going down this path. Uh, I, I, th- I think I've always had this itch in me. Uh, my, my whole family is a like, has entrepreneurship roots. My my grandma started like one of one of the first flower shops in our hometown oh, really? in, in Russia after yeah. the Soviet Union fell apart. My mom has her own law practice in Russia. My my dad also runs a business. So you know, th- I, 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 I feel that uh, that has almost so it is in your DNA, literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I worked for a couple of companies before, and I just feel like I need to do it for myself. I need to, I need to have this uncertainty. I need to have this risk, and I need to be fully in control of my journey. It's got to be a little nerve wracking though to jump and get it down that road though, isn't it? 
Oh, it's really scary. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up with night sweats every day. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do? What's going to happen here? Uh, but obviously, things are working out for you so well, though. And, and, and this is just a great idea. There, there's something about people like you that look at a problem and say, I, I try to find a solution. I mean, what, what about those supports? Uh, you, you can't do this by yourself. I mean, as, as you, this develops and you come up with the idea, uh, Obviously, you, you want to, uh, well, uh, let's mo- face it, you want to monetize this. I mean, you want to make sure that this is going to be marketable. Uh, who do you bring on? How, how, do you, how do you get the team together? Yeah, so the, the, way, the way we personally started is uh, we have a core group of founders who we're, we're all friends and we, we know this problem. We're very passionate about solving it. We have also heavily relied on the startup ecosystem within Ontario. Uh, universities, colleges, um, they have different collaboration programs that really, really help you get the necessary technical staffing to help you push your idea forward. That's important, isn't it? Oh, very much so. I mean, gone are the days when you went to an institution, got your degree, and they said, okay, go have a good life now. We'll see you later. Uh, That support's there right from the time you walked through the door the first time, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's they, they, they encourage entrepreneurship, really. They, they do, and also once you leave, you still have all those ties and connections that you can leverage once, even when you have nothing to do with school anymore, other than being an alumnus. For well, you know, you know how many times when we've talked to other qualifiers and finalists in lines later in past years, uh, even some from McMaster here that have come up with some great ideas, and, and I say, well, who are you, who's mentoring you? That's my prof. Uh, from yeah. they, they stay in touch with them because they say, hey, uh, you know, hey Nick, hey Steve. Uh, I, I got a problem. Sure, yeah, they'll talk to them. I mean, yeah, they they become part of the, the team in a roundabout way. Support services, I guess. Yeah, yeah, f- for sure. And uh, I have also leveraged a lot of the professional connections that I've built up, who have you know who became friends with, and they started mentoring me. Um, just just the whole ecosystem that has been built out in Ontario and in Hamilton specifically through Innovation Factory. Uh, once you get a lot of innovative companies together, you start talking to each other and. There may be a hardware company that has done manufacturing already, so here's how you make it much faster without making the same mistakes as we did. That's part of the entrepreneurial spirit, though, isn't it? You don't look at, at those other companies as competitors. You look at them as guys that are doing the same thing you're doing. Maybe it may be a different idea, but mm-hmm. you guys, there's a lot of information sharing. There's, there's lots, and anybody you talk to in the, in the ecosystem, uh, they offer you advice, they tell you how to do and not do things, and uh, there is always this collaborative spirit. As long as you just have the, the drive within you to push forward, all the people are going to um, gather around you and help you out. How do you take it to the next level? I mean, you, you're in this competition right now. If, if you are one of the winners of, of this whole competition, uh, what, what, what are the next steps? Yeah, it's, that's a very good question. For for us, we have a little bit it's of... It's one pro- of the things that keeps you up at night? <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely, yes. We, we, have, uh, we have a bit of product development to still do. Um, if we were to win, to win uh, Lion's Lair, uh, we would... Uh, uh, almost split up our uh, the funds halfway between product development and the other towards launching a crowdfunding campaign on Kickstarter, so that we can get the word out and get 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 the initial customers for this product. You've got a prototype. You've got this stuff working, and I mean, you're in business right now too. Is it difficult to make the decision to say, okay, we can't sit still here. We have to refine this. I mean, you, you can't just say, okay, our work here is done. Oh, it's 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 very difficult, and also kind of like. On, on, on a little bit more technical side, um, most startups you talk to are software startups these days, and they have the luxury of being able to change their product every week. We, we have a hardware and software system. Mm-hmm. We have a hardware product that takes a year or two years to develop, and if we don't get it right, 
we're out. Yeah, <laughs> we only have one shot of this, so it's 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 a very very tricky space to be in. But you you got to feel good about where you are now. Uh, I I I do feel good about where I am today, but uh, also having this itch and drive within me, I, I always look back and I feel like I spent a year doing something that I could have done in a month with, an, <laughs> with the knowledge that I've accumulated through this time. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll remind you of the classic quote from Albert Einstein that says, I have not failed. I just found 25 things that don't work. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, so and that, I always that's the attitude feel. you have to take, right? Yeah, but uh, also being like very goal-oriented, it becomes very uh, challenging at times. I know. it's, But it, that's, again, that's that's part of the, the entrepreneurial game okay. and the stuff that has to go in here. Do you have a long term goal? Do you see where you want to be in five years with, uh, is it, I assume with Unplug in some way, shape or form? Yeah, of course. Uh, would, would like to take, so just, just to put it in perspective, right now we're about to launch our uh, first product within the next six to 12 months. Within five years, we'd like to have um, a company that helps eliminate this electricity wastage, not only within the households, but in commercial buildings, uh, at the radio, everywhere. Oh, sure. Yeah, how many plugs we have in here? (laughs) 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 I know that's a saving. I mean, and you're right. I mean, if you can uh, develop a commercial industrial uh, application for this, I mean, uh, you know, just look at all the businesses around here. They'd just be dying to do something like this to reduce their costs. Exactly, and that's that's kind of the long-term plan for us. But our our step number one that we're laser-focused on is getting this first product out, making sure it works, making sure people like it and then figuring out where we go next. When you get into the marketing thing, again, though, Dennis, uh, how do you decide on things like price point? Because you want to make this affordable. um, There are several considerations that go into this. Uh, We definitely want to make it affordable. We want to make sure that it has a good payback period. So we want to make sure that if somebody buys a system for their house, it can pay for itself within a year or two. And uh, we also have some competition that we benchmark against and, uh, you know, offer like a certain premium over them based on our functionality. Yeah. Uh, and that's research again. Uh, but yeah. that's why you've got those support services like the Information Factory and, and you your own staff. Uh, this is a great idea. I, I, first of all, congratulations on coming up with this. Uh, amazing what you guys <laughs> can do when you get around and have a few beers some night. Uh, uh, but uh, the, the way you've taken this idea and run with it and, and, and developed it to the point that it is, I know it obviously impressed the staff over there, and that's why you're here today as one of the finalists. Uh, good luck in the competition. And and good luck going forward. I'm I'm got a pretty good idea that I'm going to see when we do the show over there the day after the uh, the awards presentation. I hope so. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dennis. Thank you. Oh, by the way, if they want to get information, where can they get uh, details about this? Uh, we have a website. Yeah. Uh, uh, there is information about us. Uh, you can sign up to be notified about when the Kickstarter is going to come out to become one of the first product uh, owners. And one of the investors too, if you like, on the GoFundMe. Yeah, uh, connect me with, connect with me on LinkedIn for that. There you go. <laughs> Thanks again. Great seeing you here. Thank you. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.